Blessings. Blessings, everyone. This is the Platform Life. I'm your host, Marvin Kelly. And today I just want to share a message that I spoke yesterday, um, which was Resurrection Sunday. And the message was simply called um, The Power of Christ's Resurrection. But before I go into that, I just simply uh, want to say first that I'm so grateful uh, just to be here in the land of living. There's so much going on today. And so um, if you just want to just simply stop for a moment and just give God praise for blessing you to be here today and um, placing you in your right minds. And not only you, but also your family, your kids, your loved ones. If you have a husband, if you have a wife, just simply just take a moment just to thank God for uh, God looking upon your situation and, the, and, and uh, giving grace to you and blessing you to be here and also your family to be here uh, on today. And, um, it's, I, and I, I consider that a blessing at all times. And not only that, and to know that God is in the midst of everything that's going on in our world right now. And I'm always praying that God will, um, will bring a healing to our land as well as to our personal lives. But on top of that, I have so many things uh, that I want to talk about, but I feel uh, the Lord is leading me uh, a different way. Uh, so when I come back in the near future, I, I have the second half to really both of the episodes uh, that has already been done on the Platforms Live podcast. And so uh, I'm going to make sure to return to do those uh, episodes. And so much has been going on. I've been trying to finish up, uh, finish up my degree uh, degree at ORU right now. I'm just trying to finish up. And the work sometimes can be very tedious, can be uh, very tiring. And this is my last year. Uh, and uh, I have a few more classes. So pray for me that God will give me strength to uh, finish what I have started. So, but I, one thing I want you to know is that that there is still power in Christ's resurrection. Paul says is the best in Philippians chapter 3 verses 10. He says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. And when I looked up the word um, uh, power, when it says that I, that, that I may know him in the power it says uh, it means his mighty works, what he does, his manifested power and the power of his resurrection. Amen. When I looked up resurrection, it says from his death or from recovering from a fall or from a failure. And then it says where I, I may have a loss. It says to rise to life again, to rise to life again. It's a recovery. Uh, to rise to life again and this is what God wants us to know today through his son Jesus act on the cross is that there is still power in uh, his resurrection um, there is so much going on in our world right now that doesn't make sense uh, at all doesn't make any sense at all and as uh, the people um, are just sitting and wondering and questioning God and trying to wrap our minds around uh, the thoughts of our Creator, just simply trying to see what uh, He is up to, what um, what is His next step, His next plan for humanity, 
with so much that is going on right now. Um, but I believe instead of just sitting back worrying and wondering um, what is our next step, the Bible says in Chronicles, Second Chronicles, uh, it says that we should be humbling ourselves, should be, should be praying, we should be seeking His face, turning from our wicked ways and wrapping our hearts and minds around His very words, meaning His very written words are the Bible. Um, and knowing that he will strengthen us and as well as heal our land uh, in this time and in this moment. And I just want to say this, that we as believers should uh, stand a little different anyway than unbelievers. So, you know, when others are frightened, the Holy Spirit within us should ignite our hearts and reassure our minds that nay in all these things we are more than conquerors to him that love us and I enjoy what Paul says a little bit further inside of that text and that text starts at um, Romans uh, chapter 8 verses 37 and I'm going to read a little bit more and I'm going to read it from uh, um, I'm going to read it from the the passion version and I like it uh, to me I like it the, the best out of all the versions and he says this he says in Romans chapter 8 verses um, 37 through 39, he says, Yea, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God hath made us to be more than conquerors. And I just said that in the King James. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. That's what it says. Through him that loved, loved us. In the Passion Version, it says, Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. And it says, And his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. And if you actually look inside the text and know um, what was God's demonstrated love, it was actually the act of him giving his son. For the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that was his demonstrated love. And so Paul is simply saying through his demonstrated love, he says we have our victory over everything is uh, it says here that it is our glorious victory over everything because of God's demonstrated love through his son dying on the cross. So now he goes on to say, so now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe uh, with the power to separate us from God's love. He says, I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's uh, troubles. Uh, and then it goes on to say fallen angels darkened rulers in heavens there is nothing in our presence our future circumstances that can weaken his love and then he goes on a little bit more in verse 39 it says there is no power above us or beneath us no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from god's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our lord jesus uh, the anointed one and one thing I want you to know that even though that God loves us all, 
he makes a distinction when it comes towards his children. And you'll see that in Exodus when he makes a distinction between uh, the children of Israel and the Egyptians. And he makes a clear distinction that he's for his people. I'm not even saying that God won't bless uh, the unbelievers. But when it comes towards his people, he is uh, committed to him. Uh, committed to them or to him, to her. He is committed to us. And we are his kids. And so... It's amazing that this pandemic has decided to become intertwined or to become entangled with the day that we honor Christ's resurrection. And my thoughts was either the devil is foolish and crazy for doing this or either God wants us to understand the power behind his son's resurrection. And from now on, this day should be more uh, than just a, a holiday for Easter, but a day of true victory. And I know you're sitting there and you're listening to me right now. And I, I want you to do something for me. I want you to begin to say, no matter what circumstances you're in right now, and no matter how you feel in your body right now, I want you just to speak in faith and say this, that he's just say that I'm rising up from my situation. I'm rising up from my situation that this is resurrection day for me. That resurrection day is here right now. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that resurrection day is here for you right now. You are rising up from sickness. You are rising up from discomfort. You are rising up from lack. You are rising up from whatever situation you are dealing with right now. And you have to know that there is still power in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you look over the life of Christ, we will see that there is a threefold plan of resurrection power that was mentioned and demonstrated in Scripture to my knowledge. And before we leave off this podcast, I want you to understand and know the authority that God desires for us to walk in when concerning the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. The first um, the first appearance of the power of the resurrection of Jesus is found in the Gospel of John chapter 11. I want to start off with verse 18 and it says now in Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem about 15 farlows off and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. And Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. And so when Jesus says the rise shall rise again, in this verse, he's talking about the now, the now. When Jesus is talking about the rise again, he's talking about the now. And you're going to understand what I'm talking about because when we read further down and a few scriptures down, you will see that he's talking about right now. And so in the verse 24, uh, Martha says to him, he says, I know that 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 he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And now her mindset is going towards the latter. And Jesus said this to her in the next verse. Jesus said unto her, he said, I am the resurrection. Listen to me, he says. Listen to me. He says, 
you just told me that that in verse 22 that but i know that that whatever now whatsoever thou ask of god he will give it to me and i told you that thou brother shall rise again and mary says i know he's gonna rise again in the last day but jesus was not talking about the latter he was talking about the now and jesus said to her he says i am the resurrection i am the now in the latter that's what he says to her i have the power right now of the now in the latter and the and he says in the life and he that believeth in me Though he were dead, yet shall he live. And so Jesus right there in this scripture is demonstrating the power of the resurrection of the now. The power of the now. That God works right now for us. That the Lord God works right now for us. And the Bible says in Mark 11 and 24, he says, Therefore I say unto you, whatever it's a whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. He is talking about the now. So the resurrection power is the power of the now. The power to bring those things which are not as though there were. He rose with all power in his hands for the now. And um, that's one portion of the resurrection power that God wants us to walk in right now. He's not talking about later. He's not talking about, amen, when he comes back with the, uh, with, with the next coming. He's talking about right now. And we need to walk in right now. And I, and I know you're dealing with something in your life right now. I know you may have a loved one that is that is sick uh, right now. You may be dealing with lack in financial situations. You may be dealing with uh, something right now that's disturbing your spirit. Whatever it is, Jesus Christ is for the now. He rose with all power in his hands for right now. And I just, I just, I just dare you to believe that in your spirit, to know that He can do all things for you right now, just not later, right now. I'm saying it a lot because I want to impress that into your mind, into your faith, um, and to believe that He's able to do it. Amen. And so the second part of it that he talks about um, the resurrection power is in Romans chapter six. Amen. And I'm gonna read that from the Passion version, and. Um, in Romans chapter 6, verses 1, we're going to start with verse 1. And um, we're going to end maybe with verse 7 or 6. It says this, and this is the Passion Version. It says, so what do we do then? Do we persist in sin that God's kindness and grace will in increase? What a terrible thought. We have died to sin once and for all. As dead man passes away from this life, so now could we live uh, uh, live under sin's rule a moment longer, or have you forgotten that all of us who were emerged into the union with Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, were merged into the union with His death? Um, and it says in verse four, it says, "Sharing in His death by the baptism means that we were co-buried and entombed with Him." So that when the Father's glory rise Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. 
we have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered to walk in the freshness of the new life. And so he's saying this right now. He says, you, your old man was buried with God or with Jesus, excuse me. It was buried with Jesus. And when you, when he rose again, he says you were, co you were co-resurrected with him to walk into new life now. It says in verse 5, it says, For since we were permanently engrafted into him, we've been saved. To experience a death like his, when you were saved, now you start progressing in sanctification. Now you now you letting these uh, old things are the are the old men to die now, so the new man can rise and and live and march on. And it says this, and then we were permanently engrafted into, into him to experience the resurrection power like his in the new life that is in part. And this verse six says this, and could it be any clearer? That our former identity is now and forever the promise of his power. He's saying that since since you are now walking in the resurrection power, that your former identity of who you were, that 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 drive, or, or you feel that 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 pull of sin, that power that the enemy believed that he has over you, he says since you are now walking in the resurrection of Christ. And the old man. Now, first of all, let me let me put it like this. Let me rewind this. Let me rewind this. Since Christ was on the cross, he's saying that Christ, when he was crucified, nailed all your sins on the cross. He says, not only did he nail your sins on the cross, when he was buried in the ground, the grave, your old man was buried too. But when he rose again, he rose with all power in his hands. And he says, now he has given you the power to walk in the newness of life. He says right here in verse 6 in the Passion Verse, he says, your former identity is now and forever deprived of his power. For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle, look at this, to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us. So that we could not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin or to the sin's power. So not only was his resurrection power for the now, but his resurrection power was also for your sinful nature to annihilate your sinful nature to deprive all the power from your old man. Um, so, so the resurrection power was not only for the now, for for you to speak those things which are not as though there were, for God to bring miracles and and wonders in your life, but it was also for you to be delivered, and not only to be delivered, to stay delivered, to walk in the newness of God, in the newness of life. That what that that is what His power was for, that resurrection power. And the last that I saw was the power of resurrection in the last day. And this is in found in Revelation chapter uh, 20. I just want to uh, go to that and we're going to read that right quick. And that's Revelation uh, chapter 20. And this is uh, the next coming of Christ. <clears throat> he says in Revelation chapter 20, he says, And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fl uh, fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead. You see that in the resurrection um, uh, of the last day 
And then said, I saw the dead, a small and great stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which the book of life did were judged out of those things which were written and the books according to their works. And the sea gave up their dead, which were in it. And the death and hell, um, excuse me, let me say that one more time. And death and hell delivered up the dead, which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And, uh, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. And this is the second death. And whosoever was not found uh, written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And that's the last day when God shall resurrect us. Amen. From our grave or the dead in Christ arise first. And so we know, um, we know, we just cover everything. We cover all three points. And really, um, basically, the two points I want to cover, the first points, um, where God is a resurrection for the now. And the second point that God is a resurrection for uh, our deliverance and so, and also for our uh, sinful nature to be mortified. It is talking about the Holy Spirit being there to help us uh, do those things, amen, uh, that God wants us to do. We have no power unless the Holy Spirit, amen, comes into our life. Amen. And he told the disciples, he says, I want you to go. He said, I want you to go to uh, uh, Jerusalem to sit there and wait for the power of the Holy Spirit to come. He says, when the power of the Holy Spirit came upon you, you said, you shall have power. Amen. To be a witness. And and to be a witness is uh, categorized in so many uh, different um, uh, parts. It is to be a witness from our lifestyle, to be a witness with um, the works of God's miracles, His power, to be a witness, amen, through what we say with our words and our, uh, um, uh, of our mouths. And I want you to understand that God loves you. And this is just a small message that I just want to share uh, for you to be encouraged. And there's so much right now that's going on in our lives. There's so much that we're dealing with on our personal lives maybe this is not the fullness of the message but you know i just wanted to give you a shout of the arm to encourage you a little bit more to keep on pressing to keep on moving forward and um and i'm just on here to encourage you if i could just get on here five ten fifteen minutes just to do that i pray that you be encouraged i pray that you understand that we still have power to pull on that god never fails he never changes he is he's still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I never want you to forget that. I never want you to ever forget that the Lord is right there by your side in your most loneliest um, period. If you by yourself, amen, a lot of people right now are by, by themselves in the hospital rooms because people can't get into the rooms to visit their loved ones. And I want you to know while you're sitting there in the hospital, hospital room that the Lord God, the Lord Jesus Christ is right there. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, that the Lord Jesus Christ will come for you, that he will be there for you, that he will, he will help you through it all, that we bind that spirit of sickness off of your life and that God will loose the spirit of healing right now to touch your body, to touch your lungs, to touch... Amen. Every infected area uh, that you're you're dealing with, that every area that's this that that shows this that you feel to be discomfort right now, I pray that God will uh, bring you back to full health in the name of Jesus Christ. 
and we give him glory and we give him praise in Jesus name. Amen.